Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, research analyst with Money Markets here with your weekly Bull and the Bear podcast. Now, if you haven't already, I do want to make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Uh, you're going to find a lot of great features there with Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell, Green Zone Fortunes co-editor Charles Sizemore, and myself each and every week. We've also created a new membership program there on our channel that uh, gives you exclusive uh, insight into the cannabis market, uh, along with uh, cannabis stocks, interviews, information, uh, my cannabis watch list, which is, uh, which is doing well, by the way. Uh, and I do encourage you to just click join down below and you can find out much, much more about that. Now, we're gonna move on with today's podcast. We knew it was coming and it was only a matter of time. And we've been in the longest bull run uh, in the market in history. Uh, I think I saw somewhere we're looking at 3,450 days, more than that, uh, that we have been in a consistent bull market uh, run uh, here in the United States. Now, there have been dips. Uh, we, we saw early in 2020 during the COVID-19 pandemic uh, where stocks kind of dropped off a bit, but stocks rebounded. And then indexes, uh, stocks and indexes both went on to set fresh highs uh, here in 2021. And that was until this month. Uh, this week, more specifically, the market has bounced between gains and losses, but this could be an indication of a market correction on the horizon. Now, one thing to remember here is that bull markets don't end just because of old age. They don't, they don't expire because they're too old. Uh, it doesn't really happen like that. Uh, there are a lot of factors that can lead into a market correction, and time is only one of them. There's stock valuation, there's interest rates, there's inflation, investor sentiment, much, much more. So it's not just about time, but all these metrics uh, in and of themselves can cause a market correction. Now, if you look at just, I took uh, just the month of September from September 1st to September 14th and, and looked at the performance of the S&P 500, the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the NASDAQ Composite, uh, they all started the month on a relatively high note. However, after September 3rd, the S&P, which if you're on YouTube, you're looking at the green line on the chart, and the Dow, which is the orange line, started to turn down. It took NASDAQ Composite, uh, which is the red line here, until September 7th to follow suit. Now, as of the market closed on September 14th, all three had negative returns for the month. The Dow dropped 2.1% since September 1st, while the NASDAQ and S&P were down just 1.8%. Things could be lining up for a stronger market pullback in the near future. And also, let me break it down by uh, each sector of the S&P 500 and get a closer look at market performance. Now, since the start of the month, 10 of the 11 sectors have taken a downward turn. The first half of the month, the real estate sector uh, has performed the worst. It's dropped 3% in the past 14 days. Uh, performance of other sectors include material, the material sector down 2.9%. Materials uh, down 2.7, uh, communications down 2.7, healthcare down 2.1%, utilities down 1.9%, financials down 1.8%, technology down 1.5%, consumer staples down 1.3%, and consumer discretionary down 0.5%. So between industrial at, two, at a 2.9% loss, or actually if you look at real estate at a 3% loss, and consumer discretionary at a 0.5% loss, 
10 of those 11 sectors are down for the month of September. Only the energy sector has performed positively in the first half of the month, up 1.6%. The sector was up 3% before Tuesday's big sell-off on the broader market. Now, one of the main reasons why uh, sectors have turned down in September is because of inflation. Inflation, simply put, is the buying power of a certain currency over time. Uh, when inflation is up, currency like your dollar uh, isn't valued as high because the price of goods and services are moving up. Basically, your dollar just doesn't go as far as it used to. That's about as simple as I can make inflation. Uh, it's a little more complex, but that is on its very basic sim uh, simplicity uh, of what inflation is. Um, the expansionary fiscal policy of the Federal Reserve has put more money in our pockets. Uh, thus, we're increasing the demand for goods and services because we're spending more and buying more goods and services. Low interest rates have also allowed banks to loan out more money to businesses and individuals, putting even more money in circulation and allowing us to buy more. Now, a gauge of inflation, which is one of the most popular, is the U.S. Consumer Price Index. This measures the price of goods and services in the U.S. Now, the price of goods and services has been steady uh, on a steady incline since 2000. Uh, there were some blips during the recessions of 2001, 2008, and 2020. In August of this year, the index rose another 0.3%, bringing the 12-month rise in, item, in the price of items to around 5.4%. That means goods and services have increased their price by 5.4% since August of 2020. And the trend suggests those prices are only getting higher. But what does this mean and what can we expect for further pairing of stock gains? Well, Consider that stock valuations are already very high. Market capitalization of S&P 500 companies are around 175% of US GDP or gross domestic product, which is a record according to Barron's. Interest rates also remain very low. Uh, the earnings yield of the S&P 500 is around 4.8%, while the 10-year treasury note is yielding only about 1.34%. That's a spread of about 3.5%, which is pretty large. Plus, historically, and here's where we get to time, market corrections happen about once every 17 months or so. It's not like clockwork. You don't set a watch by it. But on the average, since 1929, we've seen market corrections about once every 17 months. And it's been about 12 months since we saw the end of the last two, of the 2020 market correction uh, during the coronavirus pandemic. So they, all things as they are, I think it's likely we will see a market correction in the market in the next six months. How big that is, uh, how long it lasts, all those things are all subjective. It's hard to say. There's really no way to pinpoint exactly what that is. I could tell you just throw out random numbers, um, but I'd be just fooling you and fooling myself. So I'm not going to try to prognosticate and make a guess, but I do think that we could see uh, a market correction happening within the next six months. And, and in, that, in that instance, it would be a good time to search out safe havens like gold or bonds or even hold cash to, to diversify your portfolio against that possible potential correction. Again, it's not 100% certain, but there are a lot of things that are lining up here that will suggest we could be looking at a market pullback. We've already seen signs uh, here in the first part of September. And September is notoriously uh, not a great month for the market anyway. Um, so it is possible that things could rebound into the fourth quarter. Who knows? But it is better to be safe than to be sorry. Now, I do want to look at uh, the results from our latest poll on YouTube. Last week, um, I did a YouTube live chat 
uh, where I took your questions on cannabis stock and even the broader stock market. And it was great. We had a great turnout. A lot of people came on. We had a lot of questions asked, went about almost uh, more than an hour and a half during the chat. It was great. My voice didn't really feel that way afterwards, but it was great. And really thank you to everyone who participated. And we are going to be doing more live chats on YouTube. So what we did is we asked, what's the best time for you to participate in a live chat? Just kind of get a feel as to what might be a good time for us to schedule uh, our live chats in the future. And overwhelmingly, 57% of you said the best time to participate in a live chat would be in the evening, which would be about 4 to 8 p.m. Uh, some said in the afternoon uh, from 12 to 4, and a few of you said from 9 to 12 in the morning. So uh, I do appreciate uh, everyone who voted and commented and, and, and looked at our poll. We do them every week, so make sure you do check back on our YouTube channel and uh, do vote. Uh, we are planning to implement even more live chats, as I said, here on YouTube uh, and get, get into even more of our content uh, as well. And it was great uh, to get questions about the broader stock market as well as cannabis stocks during our most recent live chat last week. Uh, we do these polls every week on YouTube, so check back in our community tab uh, on our YouTube channel page and uh, see what we're going to ask next. And we have a lot of great content on our YouTube channel uh, from Ask Adam Anything to Investing with Charles to our weekly marijuana market update to this Bull and the Bear podcast. Um, and we also have our new membership program, which we uh, have out on YouTube, and it's dedicated to giving you right now even more insight and information into the cannabis market, but we are looking to expand it to include sectors that are outside of cannabis. We asked this question a little bit ago, uh, and overwhelmingly, most of you would like to see more crypto. So we are, the team and I, we are looking at ways to broaden our, uh, uh, our, 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 our membership program. So we'll, we'll let you know once we have uh, some other things refined and what, we're, what direction we're gonna go. And all that is on our YouTube channel. And if you have a question about a particular stock or sector that you'd like us to take a look at, whether it's for me, for Adam, for Charles, email us at feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. Love to see your feedback. Love to see your questions. If you we, if we do use one of your questions or you make a video uh, and send us a video of you asking your question and we use it, we're going to send you some Money and Markets gear, like maybe a hat, perhaps a hoodie, a wide range of things we're working on right now to, to, uh, to reach out and get that to you. So make sure you uh, do sign, you, you do uh, send your questions to feedback at moneymarkets.com. Also head over to the mothership that is moneyandmarkets.com. Sign up for our free daily e-letter. Uh, we give you safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information for your, for your portfolio each and every day, seven days a week, all sent to your email inbox for free. So until next time, this is Money Markets Research Analyst and host of the Bull and the Bear podcast, Matt Clark, wishing everyone safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 